The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. We're talking NFC West Part 2, the Seattle Seahawks and San Francisco 49ers. This is Part 2 of NFC West. You're listening as usual to Sean and Brett on Get Paid. How are you doing, my friend? I'm chilling, buddy. How you doing? Missed you last week. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm good. I know we're continuing our uh, our NSC West conversation today um, with probably, in my opinion, I guess you can't call the 49ers underrated anymore, but like we talked about in part one, I think the, the Seattle Seahawks are entirely underrated. Um, we talked about the NFC West last year, dude. We were we were over on these two teams. Yeah. We both made money on these two teams, um, which is good for us, I guess. Um and I think neither one of these, or I should say, either one of these two teams could honestly win the NFC, and it wouldn't shock either one of us. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. I think they're going to go head to head with each other for sure. For sure, just like they did last year. I mean, um, if uh, what was and, his... and I know that the, the batters are, are discounting the Seahawks, but I think they're. I'm not going to say I'm not going to say they're just as good as the Niners, but man, you. Yeah. Anybody playing the Seahawks, you'd have to assume you may not come out of there with a win. Yeah, these two teams split last year, I believe, and um, and oh, the, remember, the, actually, do you remember the last game? Yeah. If the Seahawks, if the Seahawks are six inches away, mm-hmm. right? If the Seahawks win that game, the Packers are the one seed, and the Niners drop down to the five, five. seed. I believe. You're I believe right. You're right. That's how it happened. Seattle finishes mm-hmm. in the second seed. The Niners drop down to the five seed. I mean. We're, I mean, this, they're splitting hairs, especially in this division, because they play each other so tough. Um, and Seattle made a lot of... So let's just start with Seattle, I guess. Seattle made a lot of improvements um, in the offseason. Um, I like... It's been an undersold, in my opinion, um, development. But we're, we talk, we've been talking all offseason about how we... Look, we don't like Russell Wilson. We don't. We don't like him. But we respect the hell out of him. Absolutely. Are, Absolutely. Is, is there more any, than anyone else in the league. Let, let's just go through, redo this periodically. What quarterback, let's say, would you take? Um, do you think Russell Wilson's equal, or would, or do you think Russell Wilson's um, is better than Russell Wilson? So I'm just going to go through the different teams and the quarterbacks, okay? And tell me, okay. A, uh, tell me a player that you say is just say yes or no. How many players that you would say yes, he's equal? I'd be just as comfortable with him starting a Super Bowl, or yeah, I, I would, I would prefer to take him. Let's just run through the league, okay? Um, and we'll go in order. Uh, Patriots, Cam Newton. Yes or no? No. No. Um, actually, no let way. me just run through. You got Josh Allen. You got Sam Darnold. No. Um, no. You got, uh, who's, the, who's the other team there? Oh, uh, Tua Taigo uh, Tongo Vailoa or Ryan Fitzpatrick. No. Um, ben Roethlisberger at this point? No. No. Lamar Jackson, you could make the case for me personally. No. Uh, no, no. Baker no. Mayfield you could make is a case, no. but I'd say no. Yeah, Baker no. Mayfield. No. Burrow, no. Uh, so then you go to the South. You got uh, Deshaun Watson. I think you have a case, but for me, no. What about you? But for me, no. You have a case, but for me, no. Um, then you got what? Uh, Philip Rivers, no way. Um, I like no. Philip Rivers, but no. Uh, Tannehill, no. Um, <laughs> Gardner Minshew, who I like, but no. Uh, okay, so through three divisions, nobody. Um, Patrick Mahomes is a yes for me. Yes. And Patrick then Mahomes, yeah. There's nobody there. Uh, Carr, you got Drew Locke. You got, um, who's the fourth division there? Oh, uh, like Terod Taylor, Justin Herbert. Those are no's. Uh, let's start. Dak Prescott's a no. Daniel, yeah. nobody. Uh, oh, what about Carson Wentz? 
No, no. Yeah, for me is a no as well. Um, Aaron Rodgers for you, soft spot for you. Hmm. Well, I'm biased. I would still take Aaron for sure. But I will say this. If, if Aaron had to go away, the one guy I would want would be Russell Wilson. Not Patrick sure. Mahomes. You, you would take Patrick oh, Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, All yeah. Right. I, I, I would take Wilson actually comfortably at this point over over Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love you know I love Aaron Rodgers, but I would take Wilson. Uh, then let's see. Uh, Kirk Cousins, no. Stafford, no. Uh, Drew Brees and Tom Brady, the only pair in the South that you would think about. Uh, Drew Brees or Tom Brady, um, they're great, and they may be just as good. But I love something. Russell Wilson has this magic that I've, I've never seen from anyone. It's like this, you never, you never, you haven't lost until it says zero on the clock. I you agree. I, mean? I agree, It's just man. wild. You, he's never out of it, no matter if it's five minutes left and they're down 18. Like, all of a sudden you find yourself tied, you know? Yeah. I, Crazy. I, I think for me, if you're talking about one game, maybe, maybe. Tom Brady, but for me, no. I'd still, I still like Russell Wilson's escapability at this point. And Matt Ryan for us um, is a no. I know we didn't mention him, but is no. Teddy Bridgewater, no. Yeah, yeah. So then you're back into the division. You got Goff, you got Garoppolo, you got Kyler Murray. So in the entire NFL, the only one that we agreed on is uh, is Patrick Mahomes, and you would take Rodgers, and I would not. I would only take Rodgers because I'm partial. Yeah, I'm I not know. Saying, I'm not saying that Aaron's playing at a higher level at all. I'm just completely partial. I wouldn't be able to say those words out loud. Yep. Or even in my head, I can't do it. Yep. And so Russell yeah. Wilson, you know, I think that because the Seahawks teams that went to the Super Bowl, they were led by the defense. I think that, you know, I still think people think that Russell Wilson is like kind of like a game manager. And when I say people, I mean like betters. I mean, maybe uh, maybe not so much fantasy football because he's kind of a monster in fantasy football. But I just don't think that Seattle gets the respect because I don't think Russell Wilson gets the respect. And, I'm, and, and I always say this. Brad and I don't like Russell Wilson. We, yeah. we actively yeah. root against Seattle. But come on. Come on. I mean, I you got to use your I eyes, know. everybody, especially. I know. What are we missing? What are we missing? Like, maybe, you know, it's funny because, you know, Maybe in the grand scheme of things, he doesn't have more wins than, I don't know, Carson Wentz or, yeah. or other quarterbacks. But when you watch him, it's different. It is. And like I just said, it's that, that same deal where I, I never see the guy that pulls rabbits off a hat like that. I've just never seen it. Yeah, it's like, so last year in the Super Bowl, and you know, I know we'll talk about the 49ers, but you just never really thought that he, uh, that Kansas City was out of it. And Russell Wilson's the only quarterback in the league where I'm just like, you're down by three scores with seven minutes left. Yeah, they can still get it done. Yeah. That's very rare, man. And and, yeah. and Tom Brady used to be that, but he's a little bit, he's just a little bit old. And the game's changed. So Russell Wilson being able to escape the pocket and make off-schedule plays, you know, third and 17, he runs for 20 yards. It's just... He's just so I damn know, good. I man. know. I'm right. In 17, he runs for 20 yards. Yeah, I mean, seriously, if, you, if, you're, if you're a team and you're rooting for a team, and you've seen this multiple times as a Packers fan, it battles in the playoffs. You don't feel good yeah. about a lead Never. ever. Never, ever. Ever. Not once. And nope. so for that, I love the Seahawks. Um, and, and not even talking about the additions they made. So, um, you know, Metcalf, DK Metcalf, rookie receiver, really came on the last eight games last year. You get Tyler Lockett. You get Philip Dorsett coming over from New England. And one of these un- under the radar, so they had some issues at uh, at tight end with injury. You got Disley always going out. They were down to, like, their third-string tight end. Well, off season, they ended up adding Greg Olson from Carolina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. in fantasy football, nobody's really talking about that. Russell Wilson likes his tight ends in the red zone. You get Greg yeah. Olson. Yeah, this is true. This is true. I know. But 
Yeah. Well, he's he's I don't know, man. Greg Olson was yeah, he was, was good really about good. five years ago. But he ten also had, years ago. Well, you know, it, come it, on. He only has to be alive for eight snaps a game, dude, to make a difference on this well, team. Okay. So, well, see, that's my point. Is that a is that a difference? Is he going to make an impact? And he maybe will. I'm just bitter because I've seen Jimmy Graham, who was good eight years ago, and couldn't contribute in any decent way. Well, he did, I, what Jimmy Graham did, though, is he caught touchdowns. He didn't do anything else for the, for the Seahawks, but he did catch touchdowns for them. Dude, and I agree. Him, I disagree 100%. Nah, I, I, don't, I he had caught him a f- touchdown or two? What, though? Because he caught one one touchdown or two touchdowns for the Packers? Are you talking about— No, no, no. Jim- I'm talking about for the Seahawks way back in the way. In oh, the day. okay. Got yeah. it. All right. All yeah, right. yeah. So, uh, like I said, Russell Wilson. I mean, he he makes you know weekly starts out of guys like Will Disley, but even then, he's got. And Brad and I have been saying this for a while, or I should say, we've been. I shouldn't talk about you in the fourth person, whatever it was, but we um we've been saying this. We think these next three to five years are going to be what we look back on Russell Wilson and say those were in those were the best years of his career. Yes, They're right, out of his mind, out of his mind, where the game is slower than he is, mm-hmm. right. Yep, and we're about to see that, and I I am a buyer on the Seahawks, and yeah. people have been selling on them for the last two years. They've been in the playoffs the last two years. Could have been the two seed. Let me hit you with the over-under win total, Brad, for the Seahawks. Nine wins. I'm going to go over. You know, back to Russell Wilson, an analogy I like to use uh, is he's the game is going to be so slow for him in these next few years, right? It's like Neo from The Matrix. He will no longer have to dodge bullets. He just stops them. Yep. You know what I mean? Like he is just dialed in. And that is what we're going to see. And for, to have a line for nine wins, uh, come on, man. Come I, on. I know it's a tough division. I agree that as an organization, San Francisco is stronger at this point. But San Francisco has the Super Bowl hangover. Seattle plays San Francisco incredibly strong. Um, would not shock me at all if Seattle sweeps um, San Francisco this season. Right, right. Now, you look, over the next 10 years, I still like San Francisco better. But um, Look, look. to your point, it wouldn't surprise me if Seattle swept them. Mm-hmm. But it also wouldn't surprise me if the 49ers swept them. And just because one of those teams sweeps the other doesn't mean necessarily that that team is better or mm-hmm. so much better. Right. It just means that they managed to, to win this dogfight. Yeah. When you right, yeah. just pull out this dogfight and and get those extra few inches that the other team couldn't manage. Yep, absolutely. So there you go. I'm on the over, man. Um, I like the value yeah. there. I know ten Can't wins is, is a is a tough ask of any NFL team. It's a kind of a high line, but hey, man, I'm on I'm on the over. I think Seattle's definitely in the playoffs. There's no shortage of action going on with our exclusive partners at BetOnline.ag. Sports are slowly making its way back. MLB and now NBA join UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and soccer. BetOnline has all the best odds and lines for the upcoming games and matches. Need more? BetOnline has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening every day live for you to check out. Looking for something else other than sports? BetOnline also has hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and all the best props in the business. Visit BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device and join now to receive your new welcome bonus and start playing today. Bet Online, your online wagering experts. Visit betonline.ag and don't forget that promo code podcast1. That's P O D C A S T O N E for your sign up bonus. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Uh let's move to the San Francisco 49ers, my friend. Um Look, this organization is so good. They extend their uh, John Lynch, who's done a fantastic job um, in management. Fantastic job, fantastic job, an all-time job. And, and you know what he did, dude? He just like keeps adding 
defensive linemen to this group. And I was looking at their cap situation. I was kind of laughing because um, you know D Ford. I, I thought I found it interesting when they traded D Ford over to the Colts, and I was just like, well, you know, they had the the defensive line depth to do it. I think they got a first round pick. They paid a second round pick to Kansas City a year ago. They basically flipped them for a first round pick. But when they did that, they opened up like fifteen mil of cap room. I mean, it was crazy mm-hmm. the amount of cap space they did. Uh, Garoppolo, their quarterback, who I know people are down on because he missed like two throws or two reads in the Super Bowl. Hey, in his first 16 games as a starter, he went to the damn Super Bowl. So mm. I'm not a seller on Garoppolo at all. Do I think he's as good as Russell Wilson? No. But I, I think he's going to get better as a quarterback. Okay? Yeah. I like him better yeah. than Jared Goff. I do. I do for sure. I yeah. think he's got what it takes, man. For I sure. do. He's, he's an NFL quarterback, and he's uh, more than likely going to have uh, – some rings to go with those fingers, right? I, I, especially with this organization, bro. And, yeah. You know, you get rid of. Uh, I'm sorry, I, 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 I said D Ford. I meant. Um, I did mean D Ford. Maybe I misspoke. But anyway, they. Um, but what they ended up doing is they get these. Uh, they get these early draft picks, and then they add um, Kim Law in the draft, who's another fantastic defensive lineman. They just keep adding juice to this defensive line, which is fantastic, which makes everybody else, if you get a pass rush with four consistently, it yeah, makes yeah. It, it makes your defensive back elite, even if they're not. And they're pretty damn good too. So, I mean, dude, there's no weakness on this team. None. Other than, None. Po- other than potentially wide receiver right now, because Jalen Hurd just got hurt. Debo Samuel's a little bit injured, so they're going to be banged up to start the year. But this is a Kyle Shanahan offense. He could have crap wide receivers and still scheme them open. This is like one of the best schemes in the league. I don't know how you could be a seller on this team other than potentially they have the Super Bowl hangover thing looming over their heads if you buy into that. I mean, that's a, that's a real thing. I think that exists. I do. I, I do. I don't think it has to happen, but I think it has happened more than it hasn't. I agree. I think that – I think what it comes down to is leadership – Inexperience. If you lose a Super Bowl, like you know, the 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 Patriots lost a Super Bowl to the Eagles. Did they have a Super Bowl hangover? No, 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 right? No. I just feel like this team, and I felt this way to be honest with everybody. I felt this way last year with the Rams. I felt like the organization was strong enough to make another run. But as we talked about in part one, Sean McVay kind of just was was broken. I think mentally by Bill Belichick, and he and McVay changed. So the leadership changed, and I think it permeated the you know through the whole kind of organization, and they finished seventh in the conference. I don't see that happening with Shanahan. I don't see that happen. Shanahan's stubborn enough, and he has enough ego to keep doing what he's doing, which is run the run the ball down everybody's throats, and use that play action pass with Garoppolo downfield. I think this is going to be a team. I think they'll be back in the playoffs. I'm not worried about them at all. So let me hit you with the over-under, Brett. Over-under, San Francisco 49ers, um, 10 and a half wins. That's what, I was, that's what I was going to guess, and I'm going to go over. Yeah, I, would, I was going to say 10 and a half. 10 and a half, think, you're on the over. So you think they finish 11-5 at worst? I think they're a 12 and 14. Man, that's a tough one. From 10 and a half is a big line, dude. That's a big line. And it's a tough division. We talked about Seattle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote down under, but I'm going to change it. I'm going to change it. I'm going to succumb to the peer pressure. I, I, boy. Yeah, man. Eleven. Of, look, man, their defensive line is arguably, in my opinion, they are the best in the NFL. And that makes your defensive backfield easily top five in the NFL. If you can get a pass yeah, rush with yeah. four... You can drop more people into the coverage. Their linebackers are good. Their defense is set and strong, and I don't think it's a, it's a defense that you can scheme around because they're so damn fast. And that I'm sorry, a, a pass rush with the front four is the great neutralizer in sports. 
Um, yeah, right. And I've just I, I remember watching them week two last season. We talked about it on the show. Just like I don't think I've ever seen a defensive line play as fast as this thing. Bose is a revelation. That oh, he's is, unbelievable. And and Shanahan can run the ball with any running back. I love Mostert. Um, Coleman's just fine as well. Uh, they have George Kittle at tight end, and I think this, oh, he's a beast. Let me tell you a little story about Shanahan and the offense. When when Mike and Kyle Shanahan went to Washington. And they took over that first year. Do you remember the, the Redskins made the, or I should say the football team now, made the trade for Donovan McNabb? Do you remember that? They traded like a second-round pick? I don't remember. <laughs> it was brutal to watch. Uh, uh-huh. And what was brutal is I kept seeing this team who had basically no talent. And Mc, uh, Donovan McNabb would drop back, and there would be a, a wide receiver who you'd never heard of, wide open 20 yards down the field on a deep in route. And Donovan McNabb would just throw the ball into the ground because he wasn't mm-hmm. accurate at all. Mm-hmm. And all season long that year, I'm just like, the receivers are freaking wide open. I think uh, I, I just I, – nobody could get the ball to the receivers. They were open, and the receivers were not that good. And right. that's why, like, when RG3 went there, he had such a crazy rookie year because he could just throw the ball accurately to a wide-open <laughs> receiver for that one year. You imagine that? For that one year. That's that that magical thing, and they went to the playoffs. And I think they would have beaten the Seahawks, by the way, if if he didn't have like a torn ACL in that game. But, um, dude, like Shanahan's offense, I'm a believer in it. Garoppolo is good enough to get it done. I think he'll be just fine. I think he'll continue to ascend. Yeah, I gotta too. go. Eleven and five is the floor in this team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. Eleven and five is the floor, man. I'm on the they over. They're so well rounded, and so, they're so hard to deal with. It's, I think it's gonna be great for them. I really do. It's gonna be fun, dude. Like we are. What are we, like three weeks away from the start of the season? I think so, man. My gosh, yeah. I can't wait. I cannot wait for it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, I need I need football in my life. We need something in 2020 to just be normal and work out properly. It'd be nice to... Know? Yeah, I know. It'd, it'd be nice to smile. Be it nice would be smile. nice to smile. Yeah. That would be really... Have something to smile about. Yeah. That would be nice. Need it, man. This country needs it too, dude. Like uh, we just the healing power. The country of needs it. The country needs the healing power of football. Well said, Sean. Yeah, and it's um, you know, the the college football is you know really up in the air. A lot of conferences at this point are saying, eh, we'll we'll punt, we'll play in spring, which screws up the whole season. So like, there there are regions of football that that are big college football towns, and they don't they aren't getting it, you know. Mm-hmm. And so like, we need the NFL, and I'm confident the NFL will get it done. So people keep asking me in my book and everything that you know we're gonna get a season, we'll get a season, we'll get a Super Bowl champ. Don't worry about it. It might be a little bit later than we want, it might be in spring of next year, but we'll get a Super Bowl champ, and it will be a beautiful thing, and we'll all smile. Like except positivity. For the, yeah, except for the team that loses the Super Bowl, but the other than that, we'll all smile. So, hey everybody, hey a lot of value in this division, guys. Um, especially Seattle right now is a is a Super Bowl um, at plus eighteen hundred Super Bowl odds. I like that value. San Francisco's at plus nine hundred. I don't love the value as much. I mean, I like the pick, but I don't love the value as much as I like you know kind of Seattle at, at basically double those odds. So um, there you go. Go out, hey everybody, have a great week. Go out, make some bets, be good to one another, get paid.
want to get paid, then get paid. Sean and Brad help you with the games. From the fantasy to the gambling, we the NFL experts help you win. You better tune in for the two hosts. They know everything from the players to the coaches. So get paid on a Sunday, because the team right here know the game the most. From Chi-Town to the Florida coast, got swag, got butter with the toast. Brad's a washed-up model, don't hate on that. Sean writes the fantasy football almanac. So quit that losing time to win. We talk fantasy or real, whatever you win. You're going to wish this podcast never ends. Now get ready for the best show to begin. Let's go.